Hey guys, we are proud to announce that we got our first sponsor, Dubby. Dubby is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or angst like other energy drinks. Dubby contains no calories, no sugars, no fillers, no artificial colors, and no maltodextrin. Make sure to use our code against the call for 10% off your next purchase at www.w.gg. Hey against the call listeners, you can find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and YouTube. There will be a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure you tune into those. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Against the Call. It's your host, Michael, here. I'm joined with Nick and John today. We have a stacked show for you today. With our first segment, we're going to start with the Patriots hiring their new offensive coordinator. After that, we're going to talk John Takes and then have a debate with should the MLB expand. After that, we're going to hit our Mount Rushmore best power hitters of all time. Following that, in the air, what college football field rushes were and were not justified. Then we're going to talk NBA with their rising stars and games of the weekend. After that, we'll have future of the Jaguars franchise, around the league NHL, and end the, the show where I have draft day best sitcom. So just, like like me being here, awesome. Physically, not awesome. Praise for John. Praise for John. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just start off the show with the Patriots have found their new offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien. He is back. Oh, I feel it feels team. like we were just talking about this like a second. We're, it does feel and, like that. Like Sorry. the fact that it's happening again is like it's. I'm it's, getting deja vu. Like yeah, so like crazy. Like, he he coached. He was an offensive coordinator there from 2007 to 2011. So yeah, uh, now he's back. Now he's back. We're gonna have a great year. I I see the Patriots having a good year next year. Really, a good year. Yeah. Okay. What? You don't think you're gonna win it this Patricia year? was their offensive coordinator. Come on. Okay. What is your what is your estimated record? Mm, not even record. Just where do you see them in the division? Second. Okay, but what's the record? Over the Dolphins. Yeah, I see them over the Dolphins. This man, bro. I mean, I thought just Patriots last... will be second in the division Didn't he behind. Say the like a year or two ago, that they'd be number one in the division again, and they weren't like. <laughs> It, it just keeps going, bro. Now, now they're now they're number two. Okay, but hey, I mean the Jets could get better this off season. So, hey, Mike, 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 Mike. What do you think the record's gonna be though? Uh, I can see them being nine and eight, ten and seven, and be second in their division. We're gonna be better than last year. Nine and eight, same record. <laughs> no, the Patriots are eight and nine this year. Wait, what? The Patriots were eight and nine. Oh, okay. So one more win. All right. One or two more wins. That's what I just said. Dave, you listening, okay? Dang. Well, it would be one win, not one or two. So just I said either one nine more, and eight. One more or win that they had this year. We'll we'll see, man. Somewhere. If you think Bill O'Brien is gonna be the entire answer to getting I think it's a big answer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We need an offensive okay. coordinator, someone who actually knows how to call play. And he does. He did it before, and he was good with the Texans, and he was good with the Patriots, and he was even good with the the ba- with Bama. Well, I mean, well, look at what really look like what he was playing with, though. He look what he was playing with, though. 
he on had a loaded of, on, offense. On top of that, the, the Bama fans didn't like his offensive play calling. Yeah, no. he they wanted him he was averaging around forty something points per game with Bama. I'm just I'm just saying that his fans wanted him gone. Dude, yeah, this I didn't watch a lot of Bama games, but I do, I could just watch that Tennessee game. They said that Bama was the reason, or sorry, Bill O'Brien was the reason that Bama lost to Tennessee and LSU. Yeah, watching those two games, I could truly see why. But, hey, have fun with them though. Maybe he's a well, good have fun with Todd Bowles at and Tampa, John. Also ruined the and ruined the entire Texans franchise. But anyways, let's move on. It, he ruined the entire Texans franchise when he was over five hundred. Yeah. How many times? He, ru- he ruined the entire Texans. Guys, this franchise. isn't let's have a debate. This isn't let's have a debate. Let's just let's just move on. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, listen. He he traded D Hop. People hated him for that. Then Deshaun wanted out, and then they, and then whenever Deshaun wanted out, JJ Watt wanted out, and JJ Watt was one of the people that said Bill O'Brien caused that whole entire like catastrophe to happen. Hey, bad one, one mistake. One mistake like just the caused the entire he downfall out, of the Texans. He did want it out of the Texans while that was happening anyway. So Texans was, went from a playoff team with Bill O'Brien to absolutely. He wanted out of the Texans, and that's what he did was to get him fired, and it worked. Congratulations! I don't know why you would want I, that. That's not true. That is true. He did. He didn't want out of the Texans. He wanted out of Texas. Don't blame him. Not everything's bigger in Texas, y'all. <laughs> Especially. Anyways, if let's just get right into our next topic. John takes. John, we have a couple of questions for you to answer today. Dude, I, dude y'all just hit me with everything, bro. First podcast back on, bro. You know, I had got to be prepared, man. You've missed a podcast, right. so you got to be ready. Right. We're gonna start off with the first question. Alrighty. Who is the greatest race player of all time? Longoria. <laughs> Longoria by far, man. By far? By yeah. far? Yeah. No. You got about, do you not know who Carl Crawford is? Yeah, he was great with the Rays, but not as good as I don't think there's really player. a question about who's the best player. Carl Crawford is by far the best race player of all time. Yeah, I mean he's a Hall of Famer. But when he, he became the franchise history and batting average, RBIs, runs, hits, stolen bases, war, I and games Uh oh, <laughs> John, bro, fix your webcam right now. I, I oh. really can't. Like, I can unplug it. I'm oh. hacking John's computer. Me, baby steps, baby. Right, anyway, <laughs> just send me to another one. Hit me with another one. I'm back. All right, well, I get serious. Okay. Gory, okay. Not bad, but Carl Crawford's obviously the best Rays player of all time. The next question What is the biggest rivalry in all of sports? All of sports, historically, or just in general? This one, historically. Okay. Boston Yankees. Okay. Can't go wrong with that. That's not bad. Biggest rivalry in baseball currently? Currently, Yankees versus the AL East. <laughs> I mean, I can't really pick like a certain team, but I could just pick the Yankees versus the whole East, even Baltimore. I mean, hmm. like, I can't like I could throw in Boston and the Yankees, but I mean, that's gonna be there always. You know, St. Louis and Cubs. That's always gonna be there. But there hasn't really. I mean, you could throw in LA and 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 San Diego as well as that. That's been pretty 
not new, but it's been. You mean San Francisco? Yeah, in San Francisco as well. Like I said, like Yankees versus the whole AL East, and then you got LA, San Fran, and San Diego. All LA. I mean. Okay. So we have one more for you. Who is the better school for football, Florida or Tennessee? Historically, dude. Historically, dude. Y'all really had to do this to me. <laughs> y'all really had to do this to me. Um, just say your your opinion. For players opinion. coming out of college, I'll have to go with Tennessee. Mainly because, I mean, you have Peyton Manning, you have, I mean, I can't name them all, but I know Peyton Manning being one of the biggest ones. I mean, one of the biggest ones, of course, being a Hall of Famer. So I got to go with, with, you know, Tennessee, unfortunately. But, I mean, like, when you think of Florida, there's no big names. I mean, you got Emmett Smith, you know, you have, you know, other low-end names, but it's just like, yeah, his like historically speaking, though, that to be Tennessee. But yeah. Okay. Would you change it if you if it said if I said recently, or would it still be recently? Like, how long? How long recently? Like this year? No, I'd this year, like Tennessee sweeps it. 15, 20 years. 15, 20 years. I mean, yeah, I'll go with Florida. I mean, it's yeah. just they they're this like they've been pretty much yeah, like, they've been pretty much equal like they've both been equally as bad and then they've both exactly been- so like as soon as florida has so a bad year tennessee will have a great year is- like 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 all right, all right look look what this year right florida had a horrible year but tennessee had a phenomenal year it, it just goes back and forth so i mean and then it's kind of hard like, to say it's kind of hard to say like, you can you been- can you can argue that florida was has a better football program over the past 20 to 15 years because they have two national titles for like sure that. that's the only thing that you can really say i mean yeah i mean we didn't we haven't had any big people come out i mean tim tebow was by far our biggest and he didn't pan out in the nfl so i mean you have kyle pitts or that's all right hernandez uh, huh what about aaron hernandez he was doing all right in the NFL until you know. He was doing good in the NFL. We can't lie. He was doing good in the NFL. Him and Gronk. He was he was doing really good. A little bit too good as well. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I got to go with Tennessee. It's historically speaking, just because of the players that came out of it. So. Ah, uh, we got this on video. Okay. <laughs> Use it against me. I don't. <laughs> all right, on takes for today. Uh, we're going to head right into, I don't really know if this is going to be a debate or not. Let's have a debate. Should the MLB expand? John, what are your thoughts? See, expand, I'm kind of like 50-50 on it. You know, I do want to see baseball be played, you know, in, in different areas. Uh, where exactly, I mean, you got Nashville, you got the Carolinas, South North Carolina, which I think will mostly be South Carolina if they do move a team. Um, you know, of course, you that, have – huh? I would probably be two teams they expand to, the 32 teams. Yeah. And I can see so, the two – honestly, I say the two biggest places would be Montreal and Las Vegas. 
I I don't think it will be Montreal, and I say that because they already had to expose, and we've seen how that worked out. It didn't work out too good. But that apparently, and then but you and, and you got to think, and you got to think, right? Excuse me. I mean, the expos the they, Toronto, were, they were supported very pretty well until the ownership started uh, dismantling the team. So how exactly? So also, how do you think the Blue Jays will like that? Because they've been controlled. They they controlled Canada for. I mean, since what the 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 the, the late when was the last season for Montreal? It's somewhere in the nineties. Yeah, so let's say late nineties, right? They've been controlled of Canada for like I don't know more than twenty years or so. So, well, yeah, definitely more than twenty years. But uh, yeah, I I don't see them moving to Montreal. I mean, I think Montreal's best shot uh, getting the team was with the Rays to the switch, but. I mean, we already know that's not going to happen, and that would just be a stupid move in general. But that's another thing. But yeah, I think I think Nashville, or yeah, mainly Nashville, Charlotte is also and, an option. Say what? Charlotte, that's a big. Yeah, option. Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. So I mean, do I think they should expand? Yeah, of course. I think it would be cool to see more teams in the MLB. Yeah. How will they do it? I don't know how. I don't know. I can see it. It's like every, any other time they expanded. But respectfully, they expanded. I, like, as long as it doesn't mess up the East, you know, East and West, like it has to stay. Oh, I I saw like rumor like ways they could they could make an AFC or not. I'm thinking, sorry, they can do a AL uh, South like football, and like the Rays would move divisions, and then AL East with they do something like that. And then, so like, okay, I mean, they'd make if that would probably be if they added four teams, though. I guess, but that means like everybody's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, either way, you're going to be playing your teams. Like, Rays will play Boston, you know, especially with the schedule that they have now. Um, but I mean, yeah, I think, I think they should expand, but I think they should expand, you know, carefully, meaning like, you know, pick a city that will actually enjoy baseball. I think they should, and I think it only help them because they'll bring in more fans, short term and long term. The last team they brought in was in 1998 with the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks and the Rays were the package. Yeah, Yeah. which was, and then, there's 30 teams now, right? Yeah, it's 30, and it'll be 32. It saves teams for relocation as well, like the Rays. Might as well. They can keep the Rays. One team that is going to relocate, and I can say is, is Oakland for sure. Not for sure, but I I won't say for sure. I can see them relocating, but I really really don't see them staying in Oakland, though. I really don't. Like, like, especially with the ownership now, unless if they could build a new stadium in Oakland, they could stay in Oakland, but I I I just don't see it. The ownership doesn't want to stay. The fans – like the fans feel betrayed by the Warriors, the, the Raiders. I mean, dude, they deserve a team. Don't get me wrong. They they deserve everything. But the ownership don't doesn't they don't care. Like they just suck in general. I, like I said, like like when when I sent the post of Jesus Aguilar going to the A's, I'm like, watch him be an all-star with this team. <laughs> <laughs> and he could genuinely be an all-star. Like, name one guy from the A's. Hey, Susagular. Exactly. I can't name any. 
They traded everyone. Exactly. They, they, they traded their ace. They traded their starting catcher. They traded Chapman. Chapman. They traded um Matt Olson. Well, yeah, Matt Olson. Like, dude. No, Olson. Was he traded or did he, he was no, traded? He signed. He no, signed he was win. traded and then he signed an extension with. So. Oh, yeah. No. Wait, and, no, he was. No, I know he didn't sign. He wasn't on the Braves originally because when Freddie Freeman left the Braves, they replaced. And then him they traded for him. for him. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, right, right. So the uh, the Oakland A's farm system has to be low out even in the top ten farm systems. They have to be. Hold on, no, don't worry about it. But no, no, no. But are they in the top ten of the farm systems? Uh, do are they? I hope I so. With all the people that they're head. trading, I hope so. They should be. They should be top five. I mean, when you trade Sean, Sean Murphy, when you trade Matt Chapman, when you trade all these, I mean, they're not like all-star caliber guys, but they're big names. So I got a feel for them, man. Like, and as a race fan, I kind of have that feeling as well. Granted, usually when it works out, huh? What? As a, like I was saying, like as a race fan, I kind of, I kind of was in the same boat as they were a few years ago. They have they have, you have a guy that grew up in the system, you know, you're like, oh dude, I love this guy and I'm gonna support this guy. And then next thing you know, he's getting traded off to another team where we're getting a prospect that we're gonna see in what three to three to four years, whatever, and maybe not even seeing him at all. So I don't know, man. Hmm, interesting. But should they relocate? Should, I mean, should teams expand or not teams? Should the MLB expand? Yes. Yeah. I think they what should. What do you have to say? More teams, more money, more games to watch. Give it to me. I don't even watch that much baseball, but I, I mean, know. hey, if they move to Nashville, bro, that'll give you another team to root for. Yeah, I mean, all the players, so many players too. Yeah, I know. It, it, it would be hard to root for like three teams in the league. Just dr- dude, just just drop root for three. Who's your okay? Cardinals. Cardinals and then Nashville team. You guys just drop, just you guys drop St. Louis, bro. <laughs> this drop St. Louis. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what'd you say? That was the first team I ever liked in baseball. So I no. <laughs> Besides, I mean, like, I would it it if Nashville were to get a team, it'd be like how I root for the Titans. Like that that's how it would be. Like oh, you're well, like, yeah, they're in there. If they're in the playoffs, I root for them. But other than that, I really yeah. Don't or if, or if they're, they're playing like a, the Jaguars to get into the playoffs and the out root for them. But other than that, it's gonna be happening a lot. I feel <laughs> it might. Yeah, I know <laughs> for real. Like that, that could be happening a lot because <laughs> I'll be real. The Colts, Colts and Texans. Yeah, they're gonna be out of it for a while. Colts I'm not gonna lie. Like I think that they could. I think they work with Josh Dobbs over this offseason. He's gonna be better than Malik Willis, from what I've seen. Tennessee Vol legend, dude. What I have to say? Say what? SEC. I said Vol. He's a Vol legend. Oh. Legend. Yeah, Joshua Dobbs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he's a legend. Okay. <laughs> In recent years, yeah, he's been one of the better quarterbacks we've had. Well, well, until y'all got Hendon, but yeah, exactly. Other than that, it's been catastrophe at the quarterback position. But that, we'll see, we'll see this year that we'll, we'll see this year with with what is it? Joe Milton. Joe, I, mean, I, I don't know. Man, we are getting way off topic here, but I know, I know. 
Anyways, MLB should expand. So that was in debate. We all think they should expand. It'd be better for the league, in my opinion. But it's called Let's Debate because what if the people in the comments want to debate with us? Exactly. I wasn't the one. I already knew that. I already knew that. Yeah, exactly. Fine. You would just have to think about it, Nick. What? Anyways, we'll start our next segment, Mount Rushmore, best power hitters of all time. Oh, shoot. But who wants to go first? Um, I think Nick wants to go first. Nah, John definitely should go first. All right, yeah, I'll go first. Best power hitter? I got to go with the best power hitter, Barry Bonds. <laughs> okay, that's one. Uh, at number two... I got to go with Prince Fielder. I mean, he was a beast. Yeah, he was a beast in um, in, with, with Detroit, beast in Milwaukee. And number three, I got to I gotta go with Babe Ruth, bro. Can't go wrong, baby. over the fact you said Prince Fielder. Yes, I did. As one of the best power hitters of all time. Yes, I did. Prince Fielder. Mm-hmm. All right, who's your four? I just want to see where this, I want to see where this <laughs> All right, is going. So I said Babe Ruth. I got to go with Hank Aaron. Okay. Can't go wrong. Those are three good ones, and then you just had Prince Fielder <laughs> in that. I got to stir it up in the comments. What do I got to say? <laughs> <laughs> that is not – what? Okay. Wow. I already see the Dingles comment. <laughs> I, I'll, just, I'll go next. We have the same list except for I don't have Prince Fielder. So I have Babe Ruth, obviously, the great Bambino. Can't go wrong with that. The Red Barry Sox Bond. did trade him. But yeah. you know. Okay. You said Prince Fielder. Be quiet. Okay. So the great Bambino, Babe Ruth, obviously, Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, and Ken Griffey Jr. Okay. <laughs> okay. John, was that face? Why, why, why that? Why is that face? Ken John? Griffey. What do you mean, Ken Griffey? I could, I, no, that's that's the good pitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for mine. Oh wait, I forgot, I forgot this. What? My honorable. Oh no, that's not the segment. Never mind. Make it. Take it. Honorable <laughs> mention: David Ortiz. <laughs> <How do> you... <laughs> He's a great power hitter, but not the greatest. I was, right. I'm just, I was just trying to guess what you were going to say. Give me, the top, give me the top two legends. Give me Babe Ruth and give me um, Barry Bonds. Those are like two automatics that should be on everybody's Mount Rushmore. Number three, give me Aaron Rodriguez. As much as we don't like this guy, John, you can't make that face. He's one of the better. Okay, okay, A-Fraud. Okay. I can see him. A-Fraud. A-Roid. What? A-Roid? You mean A-Rod? A-Roid. A-Roid. Steroid. A-Roid. Oh, A-Roid. 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 All right. Yeah, A-Roid. So is Barry Bonds. So, I mean, like, we... Yeah, but Barry Bonds, not as much as Alex Rodriguez. No, yeah, he did serve, like, the like the longest suspension for really MLB. Hey, man, hate on Bleacher Report for my list. Damn. Number four, give me Albert, <laughs> Pou- Albert Pujols. Pujols. <laughs> sorry, Pujols. Sorry. <laughs> Albert Pujols. Yeah. Okay. Leads to report. Which is like one of the one of the bigger baseball players I've ever watched in my lifetime. That's a good one. That is a good one. He that is a good top. one. Yeah. Top. Yeah. I don't even know who Prince. I don't even know who that. I don't know who Prince Fielder is. Like. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, he's 
I know who he is, but he's, it's just, he's not even. He doesn't even have four hundred home runs. Because he got hurt. Bro. He has three hundred nineteen. Yeah, his he didn't he, get hurt, bro. He his career was cut short. To he retired at thirty two. Uh, Pujols has been playing since he's 70, so, I mean, <laughs> well, we don't know his age for sure. That's, that's the thing. Like, see. he claims to be, like, in his 40s, but I don't know, man. Definitely is, bro. What do you – Oh, and Hank, uh, like, did we... I mention my fourth? Hank Aaron is my other, other one, by the way. Yeah, you yeah, said I think it's All right, right, right. right, just make sure. But, uh, wow. Why were you questioning – your face looked like you were questioning my Ken Griffey Jr. one. He is double. He's almost. I'm pretty sure he's like double the amount of home runs as Prince Fielder. It's like he's whenever just... I, whenever I think of Ken Griffey, I'm not like dogging on your pick. I just I'm like whenever I think of Ken Griffey, I just I think, think of the home run derby picture. It's okay. yeah, his smooth swing and this great fielder. I didn't like. I don't like. I don't see him as like a power bat. Granted, like granted. So. But... 630 home runs, John. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. I'll be honest with you. I just like in my head when I see uh, uh, Griffey, I just see Berwyn Derby and this phenomenal like swing and defenseman. So that's that. Right, there you have it. That's that's the Mount Rushmore boys. Can't wait to see Aiden's graph. <laughs> All right, Dingles that's not Rushmore. It's gonna be fire. Uh, well, what do you? What are your thoughts on what Dingles is gonna say? Who's Dingles? The one that always comes at you in the comments of Instagram. <laughs> oh, Remember the Hawkeye one? Why is Hawkeye even in the? <laughs> Hawkeye even big? <laughs> no, no, uh, Dingles did say one good thing about John. He said yeah. he had the best rap albums. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he said uh, uncommon like John W or something. <laughs> <laughs> the next post, it was like, "Hey, John's back to his roots, bro." <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, we'll just start with our next segment in the air. And this will be uh, what college football field rushes were and were not justified. What college what? What college field rushes were and were not justified. So what were good good uh, field rushes weren't? What weren't? <laughs> um, Good field rushes? The three, yeah, I would good. say, that were like, I like, cool to watch was the Tennessee beating yeah, them. That, that was, was honestly that, them taking down the field goal. Oh my God, that was hilarious. Yeah, that, that was going to be my my top one, honestly. I want to say like top one. mission about that is like pe- people this year were, after that game happened, that was one of the first games of the season where they took down the field goal. And I think like they took down three other field goals like the rest of the season. But people were trying to say that like taking down the field goal was bad. But taking down the field goal has happened every single season. Like, there's been a team that takes yeah. down the field goal every single yeah, season. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. I just thought it was funny because didn't they, like, bring it somewhere? Like, yeah, they, 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 <laughs> they dumped it in the river. Well, yeah. No, but what I'm saying – I'm not saying you, Mike. I'm just saying people uh, were – like, when that happened, they said that, like, it was stupid and, like, this is only a Tennessee thing. I was like, <laughs> are you serious? They just took down a field goal, like, last season. What do you mean? All right, but – it's whatever. It was, uh, another it was one was another Bama loss to LSU. Beating yeah, Bama. I mean, uh, it, it, there's two. There's two things that justify rushing the field in college football: An, a big upset and winning a rivalry game. Like those are the only two. Like there's no arguments there. 
Now you can bring up the one that you have that's not justified. Yeah, I will. FSU field rushing the Florida game. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to bring up, bro. I get that's a rivalry, but dude, yeah, but the, bro, they you were beat, a you beat, five team. They, they haven't beat. Them. They haven't beaten them in three or four years. But now. they were favored to win. They were already favored to win. What does that matter? They beat four. Dude. They beat a a bad Florida team by one touchdown. That yeah. was a bad game by them, and they. You field rush that. That doesn't matter though. I get it's you. It does matter, bro. Is it? It doesn't matter because, oh my god, FSU hasn't won against them in a long time. All right, the fans want to go celebrate. What does it matter if it was a one one like score win? I mean, FSU like they didn't have the greatest season ever. They were ranked like 16th or whatever. I mean, it's not like they had a great season as well. I mean, for FSU standards, being ranked 16th wasn't like that. Would, that I would be happy as an FSU fan after being. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that. I mean, still, like, so I, this is a, this was a big win for them. This is a big win for the fan base. It's not about what it, we. It's not about what we think. We're not FSU fans. But was it justify the uh, raid to field? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't I don't see it personally. I'm not just saying that because I'm biased. I'm saying this as a football, a college football fan. Yeah, I as a college I football don't like fan, why do you not like rushing the field as a college football field fan? Like, like dude, like because it was a non like they were favored to win. Like, were y'all favored to win against Alabama? I mean, I don't remember that. It was close. no, you you weren't favored to win. I'll tell yeah, you, Alabama right. was favored to win that game. Yeah, there was no way y'all were favored to win. I don't even we, think we were favored to beat Florida this year. So exactly because you always, played, well, you played always, you played us earlier in the year. I'm sorry, but Tennessee could play freaking like I don't even know. They could play South Carolina next year and they'll be the underdog in that game. Like they obviously weren't the underdog this year, but that's because oh, like I mean, all the th- all the bad and you know, probably won't be the underdog next next year. They they just might be like that's what I'm saying. Like it, it doesn't all matter. Right, so you're saying, no, 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 no. so you're saying. You're saying if you play Florida next year, y'all are going to be the underdog. If we play Florida next year. Are y'all going to be the underdog? If we have like – we will play them like third game of the season, third or fourth game. And we're playing in your stadium, by the way, right? Or are they playing at Swamp? No, they're playing at the Swamp. Okay. So so what – has the coach ratings came out yet? Or it's too early for that. It's too early for that. I don't see uh, no. It, it's possible. Like by far, it's possible because we don't play um, like ranked opponents the first few weeks like you do. Let's say that you beat you beat Utah again, then yeah, we're gonna be underdogs. And yeah, we do we do we do play Utah at Utah. And if you win that game, then then Tennessee will be an underdog in that game. I I'm I'll be sure. real with you. With all the transfers coming out, I don't see us beating. Any high level teams, maybe Utah because it's Utah. We did do it last year, oh, but I Florida's not even going to have seven wins. We'll see. Like just, when Wesley was like, on here, he said like eight wins or something. Who? I don't know who the hell he sees like Florida winning against? I don't know, man. Speaking like, of Utah, if their win versus uh USC, good field rush. Yeah, it, it was a good field rush. Yeah. Utah beating USC, USC was ranked high. They're a conference opponent. They did at the time. We had a legendary James video to go with it. <laughs> so 
They just really just taped a cake. For I actually have oh. one bad, one more bad one. Tulane rushing the field versus UCF, bro. That was so stupid. Why would you? Why would they field rush that? That was, was very stupid, bro. Terrible. Wait, what? Y'all can't be Tulane. serious right now. Tulane field, bro. That was so stupid. I'm so unbiased right now, but it's like that was terrible. Yeah, it was pretty stupid, bro. <laughs> okay, but back to like the rivalry thing. I mean, you could say the same thing for like Coastal Carolina, like beating whoever like their opponent was or whatever that that was this season. I just remember that there was a field rush against Coastal Carolina. I mean, I think that either way, the teams that played in that game, like they weren't, they didn't have the best records. I mean, so so would you be okay with Florida rushing the field after beating Tennessee, even though we were right? So let's say Florida would be okay with that. Yes, because as a college, I mean, as a Tennessee fan, oh no, no, I'm not going to talk about as a college football fan. Yeah, as a college football fan, like that, that's fine. If you want to rush the field, even on- though we were favored, even though if we were favored to win by like whatever, like even though if we were fa- like, like, like if we were 20- ranked fifteenth and y'all were and if y'all were you unranked, were favored to win by twenty points against Tennessee and you won by a field goal or seven points, then yeah, you can go and rush the field. If if it's not within a field goal or a touchdown, that's just disrespectful. Unless it's like you're beating the number, like a number five team in the nation. Oh, for sure. And and Mike, how how much did Florida State beat Florida by? A touchdown. By a touchdown. One touchdown. It was seven points. Okay, so. And it was on their home. It was on their home field. Like they have every right. I still think it's unjustified, and I'm not just saying that as a Florida fan. I'm saying as a college. Yeah, I'm not even a fan of either school. I think that was a stupid field rush. Well, Mike, I mean, you don't really watch so much college football, so you can't really. Yeah, but that, that doesn't mean I. That's totally different, though. That, that, that doesn't. Like, you, just you because gotta, I don't watch enjoy, college football as much, that doesn't mean. The culture. There is a culture behind. Yeah, I get, I get that. That's something I do get about college. I, without watching college Okay, football, hey, my, hey, guys, guys, guys. I think we should move on. This is getting too out of. Like we're just this repeating ourselves. <laughs> no, we're 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 just we're just repeating ourselves at this time, bro. So let's just move on. That's fair. All right. The next for the group next chat. uh segment we have Save for the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> it is the countdown. Best players to never win a championship in any sport. I'll I'll start us off with this one. So my number one. Uh me number five. My number, no, my number one. Oh yeah, we're doing five. Uh, it's in the name. Count say, down, you gotta like count. Now. Yeah, yeah. I realize. I, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. My number five is uh Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, baseball great to never win. Just mentioned him earlier. Wow. Yeah, that is uh, a good one. And then, my number four, Dan Marino. Yeah, with the Dolphins, made it once. In 1984, but lost the, the 49ers 38 to 16. That's tough. That is tough. A great QB. Are you one of the best that never win? The best QB to never win. One of the best QBs of all time, though, as well. And then my number three, I have Charles Barkley. He only appeared in one. That's tough. That is tough. Charles Barkley. My number two. Randy Moss, arguably oh, yeah, one of good. the greatest yeah, wide receivers. Yeah, only made it once with the Patriots in 2007, and we all know how that went. And then my number one, 
We've, we've heard him a lot this episode. Barry Bonds, arguably one of the greatest baseball players to ever live, arguably the best. And he only made it once in 2002 with the Giants, and he lost in seven games to the Angels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good list, though. That's mine. You, I don't care who goes next. All right. Yeah, I'll just go. I got to go with you, Mike. Charles Barkley. I mean, I don't know too much of, of basketball, but I do know he's one of, you know, the best players in that era. Um, So far, and this is still up in the air, Chris Paul. <laughs> he's well, you can still win so you can you can still win it but let's, let's be real here y'all. Like, what does he play he plays on the suns right let's go. Let's go. it's happening again john i know <laughs> but hey he plays on the suns right yeah he's on the suns right yeah, now. yeah so anyway the team um, barkley never won with <laughs> huh the yeah, team man charles barkley never won with him yeah, and the 76ers it's happening again Anyway, so my next one is uh, Ken Griffey. Wait, the thing about Charles Barkley, though, it's good to remember, 76ers didn't win, and he was on the supposed – like, back in the day, it was a super team when he was with Akeem Olajuwon and Scottie Pippen on the the Rockets. Still didn't even get to it. So, I had two, right? Yeah. So, my other one is Mike Piazza, the pizza man. Mike Piazza. The 9-11 man himself. Um, dude, one of the greatest catchers to play the game, and he played for what the Mets, um, the Yankees. I'm pretty sure he played with the Yankees. I think yeah, I may be wrong. Uh, and yeah, dude, like he he was a great player, great guy all around. Just can't couldn't win another, couldn't win a championship in general. At number four, I have to go with the Yankee ex Marlins manager. John Maddenly, one of up there as one of the best in MLB. And you got to think, he played for, he played on the Yankees for most of his, did not win a, cha- uh, oh, a championship. I apologize, y'all. <laughs> John just took off his shoes. Um, uh, all right. Well, I number four. I'm at number five. I gotta go with Willie McCovey from the uh, San Francisco Giants. Okay. Your number one? No, number five. Uh, oh, did you go? You went back. Number one through five. Yeah. So you had who was your one again? Who was Charles Barkley? Okay. Oh yeah. I'm gonna write this down actually because I'm gonna have to make a edit for this. So one, Charles Barkley. Your two was was it Mike Piazza? Uh, your three, what was his name? Uh, it was Mike Piazza. Oh, that was your three. Yeah, it was like, Mike Piazza, and then I had Don Mattingly, and then I had uh number five Willie McCovey. All right, then I think you I think you skipped one. So what's your four? Uh, four, um, Sammy Sosa. Okay. Chicago Cubs legend. Didn't he win the home run battle against against uh, McGuire? Ooh, Back in that big that. home run race. I don't, I don't remember that off the top of my head. Uh, I mean, I know I him and he did. 
Yeah, him and him and I mean, it got revoked either way because he was on roids, but still, I mean, big time for baseball. All right, so you had Charles Barkley, Mike Piazza, Don Maddenly, Sammy Sosa, and then who was your five again? Sorry, uh, Willie. All right, All right. cool. Nick, what about you? All right, I'm my number five. Give me Jim Kelly, quarterback from the Bills, went to two straight Super Bowls and lost them. Uh, well, he actually took them to three straight Super Bowls, but he was injured his third year. That's when Frank Wright came in. Um, but one of those quarterbacks that was really great statistically uh, was the face of the Bills franchise for a while. Still didn't win any rings with them. At number four, give me Randy Moss. One of the greatest wide receivers to ever live, definitely top three all time. And he never got the Super Bowl, even being on the most perfect team to ever exist. He still did not get a Super Bowl win. Um, and to be one of the greatest players and to not win a Super Bowl or a finals, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. I'm a number three. Give me Carl Malone. Went to uh, face the Bulls twice, lost twice. Um, he was known as a mailman. You know, he always delivered. He always delivered the points. He's uh, all-time scorer. I think he's top five scoring, I, I think. Um, either top five or top seven all-time scoring. Uh, he's one of the best NBA basketball players to never win a ring. Um, also, uh, on my number two, give me Allen Iverson. That's a good uh, one. Yeah. Um, Spoiler alert, Charles Barkley has been honorable mention on here. Uh, as good as Charles Barkley was, I just don't think that he was at the level of Carl Malone and Allen Iverson. I mean, Allen Iverson is a completely different position, but he's one of the best point guards to ever live as well, and he never got the ring. He lost to Kobe. Tough luck. I mean, uh, that was a great series back in 01. Um, but then at my number one spot, give me Dan Marino. Uh the greatest quarterbacks and ever win a ring, like Michael said. And I mean, Dan Marino to this day, if you get Tom Brady out of the discussion, he's going to be a debatable quarterback for greatest of all time. It's either going to be him or Joe Montana. And then he got Brady. And then some people might throw Peyton Manning in there, but Dan Marino is still top four. I'd say not, not even top five all time for the greatest quarterbacks. Never won a ring, got to the Super Bowl and lost. Uh, he is one of my biggest Super Bowl losers, so that's my list. Yeah, I forgot. John did say Chris Paul at number two, so he actually had six. That's my uh, So, right, you did say Chris Paul. I'm not. Yeah, he did. All right, so it's Charles Barkley, Chris Paul, Mike Piazza, Don Manley, and Sammy Sosa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, the thing is, is, like, I just didn't want to add any players that were currently playing because yeah. you never know. I had that, never I know. Had that honorable mention. Mike Trout, he's on the Angels, so he's yeah, know. yeah, but he still has a lot of time on his contract, so I can <laughs> I see. But it's the Angels, like <laughs> they're gonna choke. I mean, also, like James Harden, yeah, still playing the game, but hasn't won a ring yet. Even Russell Westbrook, yeah, that's facts. I want Russell Westbrook. That's the player in the NBA I wanted to win, want him to win most. Yeah, I think everybody wants what Russell win, unless if you're a Lakers fan. Wait, unless you're a Lakers fan? Yeah. He's on the Lakers. I know. So they don't want him to win a championship? Unless if it's it's not with the Lakers. Oh, you're saying if he got, like, if he was not on the team? Yeah, if he he wasn't on the Lakers, bro, they're – 
Okay. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. All right, well, we'll just head right into uh, our that next. That doesn't even make sense, bro. But let's... We'll start with what? What's going what, on? Is he, what does that mean? Because <laughs> Lakers been dogging on him ever since he got to L.A., so. Yeah, but the Lakers have kept him for two I years. Know. I mean, they they're, they're, I don't. Yeah. What? They've tried to trade him. Yeah. The But still, like, Lakers fans, like, they may hate him now, but. What does that have to do with like him winning the ring? I don't... Well, we'll have our next segment: NBA rising stars. This one will probably be me, me and Nick no more because obviously we know more about NBA, so we'll, it'll be okay for us two to uh, take man, it over. I can't even take that credit. I don't even know that much this season. God. Yeah, then I guess I'll take it over. I need to. <laughs> I need to. I need to study up. I swear. I can tell you what right now, one of the most biggest rising stars, Paolo Banchero. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. There's three big ones right now. And the biggest one is Orlando Magic's power forward slash small forward, Paolo, Paolo Banchero. Yeah, dude, he hasn't been doing good for uh, uh, prize picks uh, on the court. He's been doing pretty damn good. And I'll tell you guys, I told y'all, Magic would be stupid to pick Chet Holgram. They picked the right guy. They that's did pick I the know. right guy. Chet Holgram's been hurt, though, too, so he hasn't played. I mean, so, sure, but that's just another reason to back up what I'm saying. I know. Saying. I'm just saying. So, so, <laughs> Paolo is averaging 20.7 points right now, 6.5 rebounds per game, three assists in 33 minutes per game, and he has started 40 games and played 40 games. So he has started every single game already. Bro, he, he needs is, to be an all-star. Yeah, I can see that. I can see him make, being an all-star. Isn't it like the NFL and MLB, like at least one player from each team makes it an all-star? No. Oh. Uh, because um, the team, for at least, because for the team at uh, – It's not even like that in NFL, I don't think. Oh, uh, it isn't? No. no it's not like, at least that like one, it's, Really? It's all-star votes. Like, oh, yeah. I thought it was MLB's like the only one team player, that does like it at least with, one uh, player. Okay. Yeah, MLB's the only league that does it with uh, at least one player. Has Which I think that's cool. I mean – like, it gives you, like, as a fan, something to, like, look forward to, I guess. Yeah, I do like how MLB does it, but I don't think – NBA can't do it because there's not enough spots on a team for it. Yeah, MLB has enough, like, players where they can – MLB, you need at least 18, at least. And then – plus pitching, so, yeah. So, and then – so, yeah, Paolo Banchero, obviously he's leading Rookie of the Year's numbers right now. He is doing amazing. For the magic, he's looking at like he's gonna be the face of the magic in the next couple of years if he's Hopefully. not already. Hopefully. And then my next one is Benedict Mathurin. Mathurin, I think it's how you say it. Like yeah, Mathurin. He's the small small forward slash shooting guard for the Pacers. He's averaging seventeen point three points per game with four rebounds and one point four assists. He averages around twenty eight minutes and he's played forty eight games, but he's only started six. So he's a six man right now, yeah. Which is which is okay because I mean, they yeah, didn't, Pacers they didn't, are doing a lot better than expected too. Yeah, they didn't bring him in thinking that he'd be an automatic starter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, another great name, Jaden Ivy. Yeah, that was my that was my last one, Jaden Ivy of the Pistons, the starting shooting guard for the Pistons. He's averaging fifteen points per game, with four rebounds, four point four assists, and thirty point two minutes per game. He has played 45 and started 44 of those games. He is looking like a 
great like a great future for the Pistons. However, the Pistons always fail their uh, potential players. Yeah, they do. It's something with these Detroit teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Detroit. These Detroit teams just tend to fail their players. Uh, and he has big hops. This man can dunk, Jaden Ivey. Yeah. I've seen a, a lot of like reels and videos, and it's, it's impressive. I want to be surprised if he'll be in the dunk contest in the next couple of years, if this year even. So. Yeah, the Pistons, they're, they're definitely building something that's going to be worth watching, but... Uh, it's the Pistons, so yeah. you never know. But that was like... Then there's honorable mentions of like Keegan Murray of the Kings. He's also been doing very good. Uh, and Jalen Williams of the Thunder. He's also been doing pretty good. So the, I think, every, I think class, every year we're going to hear a Thunder player's name. Yeah, they're like, they're like the Rays of the NBA right now. They're... They have the prospects and young guys. Yeah. I would say. But yeah, those are like the five big, very good rookie class for the NBA this year. And those are the big five from mine. Big three, really. But yeah, that is my NBA Rising Stars. If you guys have anything to add to it. Nah. No. Nah, man. All right. So I'm going to get right into one of our. Favorite segments that we have every episode: NBA games of the weekend. Yay, dude! One of my favorite, one of my favorite segments of the show. Like, I just love this segment so much because I get to hear Michael talk, and I just get to think, like, man, I I should know what I'm talking about, but I'll just listen to Michael. I, I'm, I'm we're the same one. We're, we're just gonna give our thoughts on who's gonna win the game. That's kind of like how we did with NBA because I only have three games. It's one game per day usually, so we're just gonna give our thoughts on. Who we think is going to win. Okay. So we're going to start with Friday. I have, there's not a lot of games playing Friday. There's five, I think. And we have my, my big one is Cavs at Thunder. Two young teams, two very good teams. Cavs being 29 and 20 and the Thunder being 23 and 24. So right, give me the Cavs. I got the Cavs as well. It's, right. in, it's yeah, OKC the, though. That doesn't matter. Cavs still win. Yeah. Yeah. I know Shia Alexander, he's been carrying that team crazy. But yeah. Donovan Mitchell as well. So I think the Cavs are a better all-around team. Exactly. They're uh, young, but they're also more more experienced, I'd say. With, uh being led by Donovan Mitchell is – I think it's not going to be able – the Thunder won't be able to stop him. So I got Cavs winning that game. For Saturday, I have the Knicks at Nets. The New York, New York rivalry teams, the Nets – are without KD. The Nets are being led by Kyrie Irving with a 29 and 17 record, and the Knicks have a 26 and 23 record, being led by Julius Randle and RJ Barrett. Nets are, are, I mean, the Knicks are also a very young team. You know what? I'm going out on a limb. Give me the Nets. Not not the Nets, the Knicks. I thought you were a Nets guy, bro. I thought you were a Nets guy. I'm not really any guy, honestly. I'm just. <laughs> you, I know saw, I actually, Nick. I, you know he is basketball, Nick. You know he is basketball. You imagine? You're magic. You know how John is with basketball. He hops. He hops away from different things. You know, I've been watching a lot of magic, though. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I got, I got Nick's winning this game. I think. Uh, I agree. Since, since uh, KD's out, they only have Kyrie, and Kyrie is he's great. Don't get me wrong. But I just think that's the Knicks, oh my God, have the better all-around team right now. It's the off-brand shoes, bro. Give me the Knicks. 
Yep. Okay. The, and then we have one more game. My Sunday game. There's around, I think, another four to five games. Not a lot of games. But this one is a big one. Pacers at Grizzlies. The Pacers with a 24 and 25 record versus the Grizzlies with a 31 and 16 record. Give me the Grizzlies being led by John Moran on this one. Yeah, give, give me the, give me Nashville. Or not, not Nashville. Give me Memphis, Memphis. bro. You're hot right now, man. I think we all know Nick's answer. <laughs> uh, give me the Pacers. <laughs> really? Yeah, because if we all three pick the Grizzlies, uh, something bad's gonna happen. So give me the give me the Pacers. <laughs> all right. Well, that wraps it up for games of the weekend for me. Y'all have anything to add? Nah. Nah. I'm just ready for some NBA All Star Weekend. We have three more segments, and this next one this is going to be a John. John's going to like this one: the future of the Jacksonville Jaguars in the NFL. Okay. So, how do we see the future of the Jaguars, boys? Um, maybe I. I see a bright future with them. I mean, yeah, bright future. I I see them maybe squeaking into the playoffs next year. John is happening again. Huh? The screen is happening. (laughs) Oh my god, bro! Hold on. Hello. Hi. Um, Hello. Anyway, Nick, what were you saying about the Jags? I mean, the AFC South is really pathetic right now. One of the worst divisions in the NFL. That's one reason why I think that the Jags will sneak into the playoffs again next season. That is unless the Titans come back and do something crazy and Josh Dobbs has a good season if he does start. Um, but I think Ryan Tannehill will be back. And with Ryan Tannehill being back, it it, make, it gives the question, like, maybe the Jags won't make it. I mean, but we have to see how Ryan Tannehill does next season. Either way, it's going to be either the, the Titans or the Jags, and the Jags have a brighter future, so they'll be going to the, the playoffs more than any of the other AFC South teams. I mean, especially yeah, Trevor Lawrence. And they're getting their wider a, a good wide receiver one in Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley's returning. Christian Kirk will be their wide receiver, too. That's a very good one, too, for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I think the Jags are going to – Not to count out Zay Jones, though. Zay, yeah. yeah, their wide receivers – their wide receiver group is very good. So they have Zay Jones at three. Is Marvin Jones still on the team? No. No? I didn't think so. But, yeah, number one, Calvin Ridley, two, Christian Kirk, and then Zay Jones. That's that's awesome of a – Wide yeah, dude, our wide receiver core is gonna be great. Uh, if they resign, if they resign uh, Evan Ingram, which I think I, they should, I really wish he does. And I think hopefully Doug sits down with Trevor and actually gets his you know mechanics right on throwing because I saw way too many overthrows this postseason and this season in general. Yeah. I mean, like. That is a, he's a young quarterback, so I want to. Yeah, I mean, like, him. yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not dogging on him. I'm just saying, like, I, I would think Doug. I mean, we finally found a coach. We finally found a staff that will, you know, fit well with Jacksonville. We've seen how well he, you know, they did this season. Granted, yeah, we snuck, we barely snuck into the playoffs, but we snuck into the playoffs, and we, I, I mean, we lost to Kansas City, but we, like, it wasn't no blowout. It wasn't like. 
what people were saying it was going to be. They, you know, it wasn't like, oh yeah, you know, the Jags just really, Mahomes had one foot. That's, I know, but still, I mean, still, you have to give the Jaguars it showed their lack of playoff experience and uh, oh, for very, sure, for sure. Yeah. So, and I think every playoff loss has its, you know, has its like good in it. Um, and it just gives them experience. And I think experience comes like in the playoffs, it comes out experience. That's why Tom Brady has been as great as he is now. I mean, he has more playoff experiences than, you know, we were since, I mean, two, I don't even know, but, uh, yeah, man, like I, I feel pretty confident about the Giants team this year uh, or next year. Uh, and I can't say the same about the Bucks, but I can say about the Jags. So, you know, yeah. So there's a couple things I do think they need to fix. Obviously, that defense. Oh, for sure. They need to fix that defense with the draft or signing players. Josh Allen's on his last year, this coming up year. I think they need to. They should try to resign him. This is what I think the Jags are going to spend more money this offseason. Yeah, I, I, I just see feel that. Like, because they're probably going to lose Marvin Jones in the offseason. So you know, they I don't think need him. So we could wanna... afford. Yeah, we could afford that. That long. I don't loss, think they so. should though. I think they should. Put that money into Evan Ingram resigning. He had his oh for sure, dude. Because you got to think what, what what you're getting with Evan Ingram is not just a tight end. You're getting a tight end that could be a wide receiver, bro. Like that man is a duality man, dude. He's a beast. Yeah. That, like he could block, he could run, he could catch, he could score. I mean, dude, this mm-hmm. man, man, like I appreciate the Giants not sliding him back. So. Yeah. So they need that defense. Their defense allowed. 353 yards per game this year, which is not yeah. that great. So they can use the help on defense with it's either drafting someone, drafting players, or signing them. They, they do have the 24th pick. I mean, drafting them because yeah. I think they're more of a win down the road team because of how young they, they had are. that guy, Jalen Ramsey. Man, they would probably make a Super Bowl <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, they also need O line help. So, yeah, definitely. Um, I we do have the twenty fourth pick in the first, like, uh, in the first round. So I'd say t- I'd take a linebacker if I were them. I think we're definitely going to go defensive this this draft, like what we did last year, or or O linemen. I think fun. there's some there's some good O linemen in in the market for sure, or we could trade, or we could. I mean, we're gonna be we're gonna be like we're gonna be spending money this year like crazy. Yeah. I mean. We have the cap space. I mean, yeah, we signed Christian Kirk to a big deal, which that panned out. But uh, you know, we we have the cap space to work with. I mean, yeah. Like, so I, basically, I do think the Jaguars have a very bright future. They'll be a playoff team consistently, in my opinion. And yeah, that's all I have to say about the future of the Jags. Yeah, I mean, there's like it's gonna be they're gonna be a fun team to watch next year for sure. Yeah. Confident. Nick, you have anything else to say? Nah, man. Those fans that sit, that uh, swim in the swimming pool, they'll have a fun show to watch. Guys <laughs> are gonna jag, bro. Like, what? What? What does he have to say? <laughs> they did. Will jag. They did. <laughs> With their second last segment, we're gonna hit a league that we don't talk about much here. Around the league, NHL. There are some surprising teams this year, boys. Yeah, Boston being one of them. Yeah. Um, so Boston is 33. Ooh. I mean, 37, 5, and 4. 
You know, I could I could Boston will make the playoffs, but I could see them losing to a team like the Lightning. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Unbiased, like I'm, and, and I like actually mean that. I could actually just see him just losing to the Lightning. 37, five and four record right now, and the their the closest team behind them in that Atlantic Division is the Maple Leafs with a 29, 11 and eight record, and yeah, Lightning Maple, are in Maple third. Maple Leafs been doing good. The Lightning are in third with a 30. 15 so one record. This is this is what I gotta say about regular season y'all gotta unlock. But when y'all have to face off against playoff Vasilepsy, let let yeah, but also Lepsy. the Bruins are have a lot of, if you're going by are you trying Vasilepsy. to say playoff experience? Yeah. Are you trying to say playoff experience? No, I'm just talking about just just because, being a beast and I mean in, in playoffs. the Bruins have been beast too. They went to the Stanley Cup two years ago. I mean, look, we can't we you can't just say like oh the Bruins are gonna like go far because they have the best regular season record. I'm not saying that they are. They're still just... they're still number one. It was a long season. Number two, we've we just saw like a few years ago, Lightning had the best record in all all of NHL history and lost. They broke the record of having the best record, and we lost in the first round. Exactly. Uh, NHL NHL playoffs or Stanley Cup playoffs are different than a lot of other playoffs. That's like, why they're so good. I'm just bro. saying they're play. I'm, I'm just saying it's a great. I'm not saying they are gonna win. I'm saying sure. when John brought up the playoff part, I thought you were talking about playoff experience. I mean, pl- Bruins have that. They've been to the playoffs. I don't even know how many times. But have y'all went hey, to back to I was just about to say that. We're talking about the Lightning, <laughs> who have just went to three straight Stanley Cups, and yeah. you argue, oh, the Bruins have more playoff experience. I'm not saying – I never said that. I did not say they had more playoff experience. You said that – You're saying they have the playoff experience. Okay. But then you're going against people that just won the Stanley Cup three times. I'm not saying – no, that is not what I'm doing. <laughs> John, just, John was saying how John was saying the, that the Lightning are all John was saying he was trying to say like oh the Lightning have Vasilinsky and you it's playoff Vasilinsky that's all he was trying to say but point, I thought he was talking about playoff experience my bad but I never said the, I mean if we're gonna go with playoff experience. experience as well the Lightning have had that over Boston I don't care how many like how many yeah, games I know, but when it comes to playoff experience it's just, they didn't go there once they've been a consistent playoff team we literally went to the Stanley Cup a few years ago, too. But y'all have y'all went back to back Stanley Cups. They went a few uh, years ago, being like seven or eight years ago. The Bruins haven't been in a minute, bro, to the Stanley. Yeah, Cup. That is that is true. Hold on, let me let me look that up. Actually, I'm looking it up right now. Don't worry. When uh, the last time they won was, hold on, I gotta put this down. I'm not talking time. about last time they won. I'm talking about the last time they even seen like the yeah, Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, past 10 seasons, 10 seasons 2018 to 2019, they went to the Stanley Cup. That was the last time they went. So, 2019, they, they, yeah, that's when they went a few years ago. Who'd they play? Didn't they play the Lightning one Stanley Cup? They're in the same, they can't do that. They lost to the Blues. Oh, uh, at least, oh, uh, I think it was a play. I don't know. I thought I think it was the playoffs. They lost the Blues in 2018 to last 2019 season. They didn't win it. They won it this year. Saying. They haven't. They haven't won since 2011. It's okay. Anyway, but you got Steven Stamkos scoring number 500. Um, yeah, I saw that. That that's. I mean, that's history that's right there. Impressive. I mean. Not a lot of players could say they scored 500 goals in the NHL. So I'm happy to see a homegrown kid, not really homegrown, but, you know, 
went grew up in a franchise score five hundred. So shout out to him. Um, Homegrown Tampa kid from Russia. Who's Stamkos? <laughs> yeah, wherever Stamkos is from. I don't think he's from Russia. I think he's from Canada, but he grew up in a franchise. So. <laughs> like, yeah, he's from he's from Canada. Same thing. It's all, it's both two. Similar. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, totally, Nick. Yeah, totally the same thing. But uh, Connor McDavid <laughs> is favored to win the Hot Heart Memorial Trophy this year. Obviously, like he's been the best player in the league for the past couple of years now. Connor McDavid is a pussy. Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid's a pussy, and uh, Braden Point is better. That's all you need to know. Yeah, yeah, not biased here. <laughs> no, no, I'm biased, bro. Like, no, I'm just does kidding. He have Connor, a, dude, Connor does McDavid, he have a whole? What does he have a whole? Uh, uh yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Braden Point goal playoff streak, and not playoff. Uh, uh, goal streak. So you're saying right. Braden Point is better than Connor McDavid? You got it. Yes, I am 100. Okay. Conor McDavid is one of the the better NHL players we've seen since like since Crosby. That's that's about it. I mean, in our generation, in our generation. Mm-hmm. But some uh, I have here some surprising teams this year in that league. Other than the Bruins, they have the New Jersey Devils. They uh they have been on the rise the past few years. Uh, this year they exploded too. They're yeah. they're doing great. For the team, yeah, they're in yeah, second yeah. place in their division. They're thirty-one, twelve, and four. Yeah, it's very good for their Frank team. The tank is happy. <laughs> yep, and they're trying to make their first playoff experience the appearance since twenty eighteen when they lost to the Lightning in the first round. But this year, I see them. They're gonna make the playoffs. Dude, you know what? All yeah. these teams that you're naming, I can get the seat of So I mean. <laughs> John never ceases to make me hate the Tampa Bay teams. <laughs> what is it hate? <laughs> just... Beat us because you ain't us, bro. Last team, last team that surprised this year, Seattle Kraken, a new team. Uh, they, they are pretty. They are pretty. Something the with conference. the NHL and having a new team be good the next season after they're made, like yeah, they're they're the new team in the Pacific Division. They're 27, 14, and five. And you want to know who the leader of that division is? The Golden Knights. <laughs> hey, they've, they've been good. Yeah, they have been good. So, uh, hockey has been getting so interesting lately, lately. And Stanley Cup season's coming up. There's around 33 to 37 games left in the season. Yeah, all-star break's coming up as well. Um, I don't I don't know when, but I know it's coming up fairly soon. It's going to be, you know, so – I don't know. I actually may actually watch that game because I never watched the NHL All-Star game. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Yeah, it's February 4th. What time? uh, It's in in Florida. South Florida. Really? Yeah. Trying to go? Hey, guys, please use our promo code uh, (laughs) so we can afford tickets. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that is my uh, Around the League. NHL. All right. Awesome stuff. It's our last. It's our last segment here. And then the normal yeah. last segment we have here, draft day, everyone. Draft day. What I've been wanting to do for a while now. So it is sitcoms. And John, when we're doing sitcoms, we are doing uh not animated shows like 
It has to be in person. So, like, friends, how I met your brother. Friends, stuff like that, but not Simpsons, no Family Guy, SpongeBob. I got you. I got you. Okay, so me and Nick did the wheel before we started the show. And uh, the picks go – it's a snake draft, obviously. The picks go me at one, John at two, Nick at three. Okay. So, with the first pick – do we know? Do you guys think you know who I'm taking here? I mean, no. yeah, it's pretty obvious. There's either two things. I'll let you know if you pick either one of them. It's pretty obvious. I'm going based off my favorite show of all time, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, okay. I can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Um, Shoot, for me. Anytime we have to pick anything How I Met Your Mother, Michael always gets the first pick for it. It's like, it's so annoying because I can never pick it, but it's fine. It's fine, man. Um, Just wait till I pick so how I met your father. <laughs> Do it, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, for me, uh, I got to go with one of my favorites, and it really carried me through the hospital the other day. Big Bang Theory. Okay. <laughs> I mean, That's actually a good pick. I won't lie. That's a really big Literally trick. all I watch, that and Family Guy, just laying in my hospital bed. <laughs> all right, Nick. Give me number one, The Office. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to go through the round because we always forget this. So, the first round with the number one overall pick, Michael picked How I Met Your Mother. With the second overall pick, John picked The Big Bang Theory. And with the last pick of the round, Nick picked The Office. Nick carried away with the round two, pick one. Give me friends. Damn it. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, it's one of the – there, there's a lot of good options there's here. so many good options here like every every team should be good like yeah all right john you're up um i gotta go with modern family like yeah that's like, good I, a little too early for that one but i, mean, I would say so too guess, but it's still a good pick it's still a valuable pick valuable pick john Actually, all right for my next pick i'm picking seinfeld yeah i mean that's arguably the best happen. sitcom of all time yeah all right, with round two, the first pick, Nick takes friends. With the second pick, John had Modern Family. And with the last pick, I chose Seinfeld. Let's get into round three. This is a good one. I'm going to go with also one of the best uh, money-wise and views-wise, a show that's called Cheers. Yeah, I, I watched that show, actually. Yeah, it's I'm a very good show. Cool. I really like that show. It's a great show. Mm-hmm. All right, John, you're up. Two seasons of it, but dude, there's like 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 Nick said, bro. There's so many to pick from. Um, it's 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 kind of difficult, man. Um, shoot, let me go with uh, dude, this is this is a toughie, man. <laughs> dude, um. Bro, you pull up a list for everything else. Where's your list for this? Just look up a list real quick. Yeah, dude. I like I like there's so many in my head, I just can't figure it. There's so many there that I need to grab one. Like um because like I brother, there's so many. Dude, oh, oh and that was, <laughs> that was cameras messing up. <laughs> Let's go. We had to add it one more time before the entire show. <laughs> the camera is glitching out. Looks like he's being hacked. He is being oh, hacked. There you go. Dude, I'm, I'm getting hacked. 
Um, do, 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 do. Do, do. This is so many. Like, oh I just... God, it's happening again, bro. It's happened yeah, two times in like one minute. <laughs> So many, man. Oh, John, your camera. <laughs> I'm not even on the screen, dude. Um, dude, I see a lot of animations. Oh my god, bro! I am hacking John. John is being hacked. Hey, it's me. Uh, dude, there's just so many. Yeah, yeah, just, um, just choose one. <laughs> you have another pick too. You have another two picks, so yeah. get ready. I know. Hey, uh, Will and Grace. Will and Grace. I've heard yeah. of it, but oh my, <laughs> dude, John and like starting <laughs> off the drafts and then it getting good is like never gonna get old. Like, <laughs> all right, next take the last pick of the round. Uh, give me that seventy show. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, dude. I didn't think you'd pick that. Why would you pick that? Because, ah. I've, because I've seen, like, Dang many it. pieces of it. Dang it. I thought you'd go with something else, bro. Didn't think you you'd can have that. How I Met Your Mother. You can have How I Met Your Mother. It's fun. And then, with oh, wait. Say the round. Say the round. The third round. Oh, I chose Cheers at one. John took Will and Grace at two. And Nick had that 70 show at three. <laughs> and uh, just get rid of just get rid of the face. Just get rid of the face. <laughs> you can look at your lovely sunset as a video on the zoom. Okay, it's back. All right, all right, Nick. Kick all, right. Out. all right, my fourth pick. Give me full house. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, I know. Damn, there is. Hey, John. Next pick. West Philadelphia. Fresh Prince. <laughs> yeah, that was that. I, I was debating between Full House and Fresh Prince. I'm not gonna lie. Keep so, my wife's name out of your mouth, bro. All right. With my next pick. Uh, all right. Yeah, my next pick. Last pick of the round. I'm going always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Not too snobby. Not too personally, snobby. Personally, have not seen it, but I really want to. It looks really funny. Yeah, it's so funny. All right. For that round, round four, the first pick, Nick took Full House. The second pick, John took Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And with the last pick, I took Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So this is the start of the last round. Uh, this one's hard. With my last pick. She said Ah, <laughs> the picture I'm seeing on John's screen just he looks so surprised. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Do I want to go classic here or do I? No, nah, I'm not. I'm going to go with the show called Two and a Half Men. <laughs> um, that's not bad. Hey, hey, that's not bad. That's I'll a good that. show. All right. John, with your last pick. Give me Young Sheldon. 
bro has big bang theory of one and young sheldon at his last one dude i honestly, haven't finished the circle honestly not surprising <laughs> can't say i'm surprised that's so good that is right, so i know it's a good show pick. all right my last pick i typically let my last pick kind of be judged off like opinion so give me new girl okay Okay, that's actually not bad. <laughs> actually, really. Right. Good show. Yeah, that's <laughs> in the last round, the first pick, I took two and a half men. John took young Sheldon. <laughs> the last pick, Nick took new girl. Now let's go over the teams real quick. Sheldon shot dead in Houston. <laughs> hey, young Sheldon keeps coming on my TikTok for you page. So I've like watched it's like the it's like the live version of Family Guy for me. That's the comedy show. It's all Young Sheldon's a good. Young Sheldon is a good show. Um, yeah. All right. We'll start with Nick's team. Time. Team Nick. Nick has The Office, Friends, That Seventy Show, Full House, and New Girl. And that just sounds like such a good list. I'm not even gonna lie. Dang. Team John. Big Bang Theory, Modern Family, Will and Grace, <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And young Sheldon. Hey, fire list. That's all I got to say. And team Big Mike. How I Met Your Mother. Seinfeld. Cheers. Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Two and a Half Men. That team is unstoppable. No, other than the Michael office. says this about every single that team is amazing. I like, win this. Really me a team that has friends in the office on it. Not a team that has Seinfeld, Cheers, and How I Met Your Mother on it. Two of like, the biggest. Your, your team's gonna be a first round exit, bro. Like I know your team's gonna be first round exit, John. Talk about your team. That. <laughs> Grace. But, uh, Talk about your team, bro. Hey, as always, we're gonna let we're gonna let the people in the comments decide. Well, I think that wraps up our show for you guys today. Thank you guys again for listening to another episode of Against the Call, episode 14. Or 14 episodes in, boys. 14 yeah, episodes. Yeah, this is, Dude, uh, we're just one step closer to 69. I'm so happy for Yes, for we it. are. Yes, we are. I, I do have to say one. that if, you, if you've been listening this far, I don't know how you did it because there's so many, like, interruptions that have happened this episode. And um, we, we do apologize for that. I don't... It's the Zoom thing, man. It's the Zoom thing. It's something that we all got to work through, so... We appreciate you. We are going to work through it. We're going to put out the best episodes we can for y'all. And again, use the code against the call on W for 10% off your next purchase at www.w.gg. Thank you guys again for listening. And that's all I have to say. What about you guys? Uh, There's going to be some very uh, prominent names coming up in the next few podcasts. A lot of people that we've been working on getting on here soon. And uh, the future for this is bright. Uh, this is going to be the last podcast that you really see with just us three for a little bit. Um, uh, I do know that there will probably be times when we just have, like, the guest segment and then there will be just us three again, which is something I look forward to. But uh, as for that, there's there's a lot of good things coming. And if you have listened this far in, like, we, we appreciate you so much. And, um, yeah. Thank you guys again for listening. And we will see you in the next one.